JNI Sports. Hey guys, welcome to the show. I'm Justin Herney. On the other side of the line with me today is Isaac Luder. And this is JNI Sports. Uh, in this podcast, we're going to be basically talking about anything that happens in the sports world. Uh, we're going to be covering football, basketball, hockey, which is actually what we're going to be covering today. And uh, how about we move straight along to our first topic, Isaac? Yes, Justin. Uh, how about we talk about that uh, Carey Price injury? Sure. Okay, so it was confirmed as of three days ago that Carey Price is not yet ready to come back, but it still hasn't been six weeks yet, which they said he was going to be out for. Yeah. So, how long do you think he's actually going to be out for? Uh, I'd say probably another week or so, at least. I'm really, a huge Hounds fan, I hope he comes back fairly soon. Yeah, uh, we're both Montreal Canadiens fans on here, uh, I should point that out. Uh... I, I'm honestly scared because if Montreal continues to play this way, they haven't actually had the greatest stretch with Price with, well, Price in. Because Price's record in his 12 games of starting has been, uh, I think it was 10-2. and two. Yeah, so with Price in, Montreal's really good, but without him, they, they seem kind of, un- they have low confidence. And they've had a little bit of, um, should I say, motivation since... Um Brendan Gallagher has returned. Yeah, uh, it's just that everyone seems to play with a bit more confidence once Price is in that, you know? Yeah. Okay, so uh, in basketball, uh, I'm not sure if you've heard of him because you don't really pay attention to basketball, Isaac. But you will now. Anyway, uh, there's this guy in basketball named Derek Rose, and he keeps getting injured and injured and injured. And uh, I was wondering, what happens if... What happens if Price gets injured again? Could it be serious this time? What if... Yeah, I certainly hope not. And one of the key factors to that would be him not coming back too soon. Yeah, because Price, uh, he can't risk another injury because that would be his third this season. And uh, With Derrick Rose uh, getting injured three times a season, he, he often doesn't come back for the rest of the season the third time. Uh, Sometimes not even the third, just the second or so, but Carey Price could be Rose 2.0, and that's really something I wouldn't want. Uh, any final words on that topic, Isaac? On what topic? Uh, Price's injury. No. Okay, uh, moving right along to topic number two of this episode is uh, the Panthers' win streak. Uh, Last 10 games, they've been winning. Uh, they've been doing really well. Uh, why do you think they're on it, Isaac? Why do you think they're on it? Oh, sorry. Um, well, I think Yomer Yager's been a huge addition. Or huge. He's been huge for them. Yeah, he's definitely been really, really big contributor. Uh, I'm not sure what he's eating. Or what he's drinking, whatever diet he's on, I want to eat that diet. Because if he can be 43, almost 44, and still be playing that good, uh, his diet, whatever he's eating, 
I guarantee that his diet is going to be one of the certified best diets in all of the United States and Canada. Well, heck, everywhere. Uh, what about Luongo, Isaac? He's a goalie. <laughs> uh, that's pretty obvious. Uh, he's been doing really well. Uh, have yeah, you noticed that? Uh, they've also had Al Montoya as a good backup. Even when Luongo hasn't been playing, he's been there and he's kind of been a calming presence for their team. Uh, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, as long as, uh, who is it, Yager and Luongo. Actually, uh, Huberdeau and Barkov have been doing pretty good as well, too. But we forgot to mention them. Huberdeau's yes. got the slick hands. He's feeding Yager's stick. And uh, I don't really watch regular season hockey, so I don't really know much about Barkov. But if... The Florida Panthers keep playing like this, then I might know a lot more about them because yeah. I watch a lot of playoff hockey. So I think as long as those people keep contributing and Al Montoya can keep playing really well when uh, Luongo's not playing or if he's on the bench or if he's injured, uh, if, if somebody else steps it up, they're going to be on, they're going to have another 10 games on this win streak. Okay, so one more thing we, we need to cover about this is what happens if this win streak continues? How, what impact does it have on the league? Paul, if this continues, I think the Florida Panthers will be a real threat when it comes to the playoffs. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, it puts teams like uh, our Montreal Canadiens in a tougher spot because right now they're in about, they're in about fourth. And they're looking up against the Rangers, and they're a pretty tough team. If if Florida Florida wasn't Florida's an okay team, they're out of their rebuilding years, but they aren't really one of the elite teams yet. But if they can prove that they are that, that could really jumble around some people's playoff pictures from before the season. Um. Okay. Uh, I think that's good enough for that. How about uh, the Winter Classic? I didn't I watch love that. Winter Classic. Yeah, Isaac did watch that one. I didn't. Uh, it was Montreal against Boston, and uh, the final score was, I believe, five-one. Uh, yes, it was five-one for the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, what do you think about the outcome, Isaac? Uh, who do you think the best people that played in that game were? Who played the best? Yeah, Gallagher had a he had a huge impact. Back from that injury, he got one goal and an assist, and just I think he just cheered everyone up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Condon played really well too, despite uh, letting in the one goal. I think he had a great game because I did watch the highlights a few days after. Uh, what about for the Bruins? Who was the biggest contributor? Who scored their Especially goal? Especially with Marchand, Brad Marchand being out, they really had to step it up. Oh yeah, and that was evidently something they didn't do. Yeah. Uh, I honestly couldn't find a best performer for the Bruins. Uh, I'm not quite sure who scored that goal in the Winter Classic, because uh, I didn't really watch it. 
Isaac, do you remember who scored? No. Okay, anyways. Uh, what do you think this means to the Montreal-Boston rivalry? Like, what impact does this match or game have on it? And how is it... This is only the second time that a Canadian team has been selected into the Winter Classic. Uh, what impact does this have on the NHL? Well, I think it's great that a Canadian team has won... The, that has played one uh, NHL Winter Classic... I think it was pretty big in the rivalry of Montreal and Boston. I mean, Boston's definitely going to be out to get them now. Oh, yeah. And uh, last time Montreal played in one of these games, like uh, the Winter Classic, Heritage Classic, it was against another Canadian team, and it was the uh, Calgary Flames. And that exactly didn't go the greatest for them. It was 4 nothing. Uh, what was different about it this time? Well, um, I think they played much stronger, well, defense this time. I mean, last time their defense was really, really weak. And just overall, I think over the years they've been improving. Well, not specifically. I mean, they had a lot of good players back then. But it seems right now they have, like, a really, really big, they're really big as a team. Yeah, they got great teamwork this time. Last time uh, I watched it and it... Montreal Canadiens seemed pretty disgruntled as a team. They they lost they lacked a lot of chemistry and uh, even though uh, they had a good captain back then, Brian Gianna, uh, Carey Price was in at that time. Uh, they were just not good enough for a strong Flames team that night, and uh, I think they were make coming. Uh, I think they were thinking about that game uh, in this Winter Classic this year, and I think they wanted to change something. Yeah, and Pacioretty's been great as captain. Yeah, uh, last year they didn't have any captains, and that actually worked pretty well for them. But I think this year it's good that they have somebody to take that leadership role, and he's done really well with it. He, he's he's a leader. That's who he is, and I hope he continues to play that way. Yes. Um, there's one more topic I wanted to cover. Just what do you think about the Habs trading Dustin Tokarski to the Ducks? Oh, oh yeah, that. That happened. Uh, I found out about that this morning. Well, that obviously proves that they don't have faith in him anymore, and that means that they are putting their trust in Scrivens and Condon's hands. And that is a big move by Mark Bergevin, because Tokarski brought them to a Game 6 against the Rangers when Price was yeah. done. And I don't think if... Back then, they only had Peter Budai. Budai could never have taken them there. Budai was a good goalie in his time, but now he's not that great. Because he's old and his reflexes are kind of slower. But Tokarski's new and he's got a lot of potential. Uh, I don't know why they trade him. Obviously, they feel that Condon is the goalie, the backup goalie for their franchise, or Scribbins. Uh, we'll see how it plays out, but... I would. I am pretty unsure about this one because I really like Tukarski. Yeah, me too. And how do you think Freiburg is gonna is gonna be for the Habs, especially though since they're sending him down to the AHL? Uh, obviously Tukarski wasn't. Well, they didn't see him fit to be on the Canadians, and I think he's better than both Condon and Scrivens. Uh. He just hasn't played a lot of NHL games, so he lacks a lot of experience. And Condon is a bit of a younger goalie, and 
I think they're trying to wean him up to what they want him to be. And Scrivens is a more experienced goalie. Scrivens is... He's better. So obviously, they feel that they didn't need Tukarski. So they traded him. And I'm not sure why they needed Freiburg. Because Freiburg, uh, he was okay, I guess. But Tukarski was an extremely valuable player. I think... He could have gone for a goalie and a player. I think Montreal actually got cheated in this trade. Yes, definitely. So, will Marc Bergevin retain his GM of the Year award? We'll see how Freiburg plays. And we'll see how Scrivens plays as well. Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening to J&I Podcast, Sports Podcast. Uh, I hope we'll have another episode up to soon. So, from Justin Herney and Isaac Ludu. Uh, thank you for listening and uh, goodbye. If you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to check out all our other stuff, which we should have up soon. All stats, rosters, and stories are up to date as of 7 o'clock p.m. on January 7, 2016.